the property pod. 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 pod welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever-changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry Hi there, happy new year and all the best for 2024 to all our MoneyWeb listeners and readers. Welcome to the first property pod for the new year. My name is Suren Naidu and on this show we gain insider insights from leading executives, analysts, developers and entrepreneurs in South Africa's property industry. The Real Estate Investment Trust or listed property sector has had a tough few years, but ended off 2023 on a high of sorts with a stronger showing in the latter two months of the year you guessed it we are talking rich sector performance for 2023 and the outlook for 2024 in our very first podcast of the year we've got a heavyweight listed property guest on the show in Mohammed Kala executive director and portfolio manager at Sesvikile Capital to talk to us through the SA REIT sector's performance for last year he will also share his insights on the year ahead mohammed is on the line welcome to the property pod mohammed hi suren thank you and uh, happy new year to you and to your readers and listeners thanks appreciate it i usually do a podcast in this part of the year about REIT performance with the new year and Mohammed uh, a LinkedIn post by you just last week caught my interest because it was about just that in that post you stated and I quote an unstoppable rally over the last 2 months pushed SA's listed property returns into double digits with the LP topping the leaderboard as the best performing asset class for SA in 2023 that's quite a turnaround considering it was in negative territory for pretty much most of last year Yes indeed um you know it was quite a notable turnaround um you know the sector was actually down 7.6% for the year up until the end of October it was a you know i guess welcome relief uh, for the sector it is however worth noting that this rally that we saw in the last two months of the year wasn't exclusive to SA listed property sector i think most risk assets globally had a had a kind of strong finish Uh, to the year particularly interest rate um sensitive asset classes but certainly the sort of 20% performance that we saw in the list of property sector was enough uh, to push the property sector from being one of the worst performing asset classes to the top of the leaderboards uh, amongst the different asset classes in South Africa for the year both the lp which is the all property index and the sapi the sa property index closed the year just over 10% up from a total return perspective i believe did you expect that in the third quarter and what contributed to this turnaround of sorts uh, for the year overall yeah i think you know if you had to ask us at the end of the third quarter would we think lisa property would would come up tops for the year it would have been quite difficult i mean we we typically don't forecast quarterly but we certainly didn't expect it we knew what the catalyst was we just weren't sure around the timing of that uh, of that catalyst um and ultimately it really came down to uh you know some cpi prints that came out kind of early to mid november from the us from some big economies in europe the uk kind of confirming the view that that the fed on the different monetary policies uh, committees have kind of broken the back of inflation 
Um, and, and I guess there was this kind of realization that, uh, you know, we are going to see interest rate cuts a little bit sooner uh, than initially expected. And ultimately, this, uh, you know, this resulted in a, in a rally for uh, for the property sector. You know, we, we kind of, we always expected this to happen. We always communicated to our clients that, you know, during this period when we, when there's kind of this realization that, We've seen the top of the interest rate cycle, and we can look forward to to cuts in that period of time, be it kind of six to eight months. That's a period when REITs typically tend to outperform, and and kind of they've done exactly what what we've expected them to do. Well, you've talked about interest rates. I was going to follow up that question to talk about just that interest rates starting to decrease or haven't started yet, but the expectation that it will start decreasing this year. Obviously, rates have highlighted, particularly over the last year, about the impact of interest rates uh, on debt levels and that sort of thing. But is it also a case perhaps of uh, investors seeing opportunities in rates again uh, now with the sector having possibly bottomed out or is it still to bottom out as it were? Yeah, I think we, we think it's bottomed out. You know, th- there was a lot of bad news priced in uh, to the numbers in 2023, both on a macro and micro level. So, you know, we started off 2023 uh, with the onslaught of load shedding and kind of the news just got progressively worse as we as we went through the year. You know, it's fair to say a lot of that bad news on a micro level has been priced into expectations. You know, as we look towards lower interest rates, that is a dual impact on on property counters. So, uh, you know, lower inflation equals lower interest rates, lower bond yields, uh, which is supportive for capital returns uh, in the property sector, just simply because of the opportunity cost uh, of investment. Um, and then secondly, uh, these property companies, as you mentioned, they've, they've got gearing. On average, the sector's got about 37% uh, loan-to-value ratio. And uh, as we see interest rates uh, ease off, that'll be supportive for, for income and distribution growth uh, over the next two to three years. That takes a little bit of time to play out, as a lot of property companies have kind of hedges, hedges in place for their debt. Uh, but certainly that that will be supportive. So to answer your question, I think the sector has bottomed out. It's always very difficult to, you know, to kind of call the, the, the performance of the sector in a straight line, given the different macroeconomic challenges, especially, uh, you know, in South Africa going into an election year. It's, you know, there's, there's a little bit of uncertainty around that. But if you just had to focus on the numbers, um, it would tell you that, uh, you know, the sector still appears attractive. And there's some positive catalyst for growth um, over the next 12 to 18 months. Which sectors are top performers and perhaps the top performing funds in 2023 from an SA rate aside? So, you know, if, if we had to look back to 2023, there were some clear standouts um, in terms of share price performance. Um, you know, it, it really was the offshore stocks in the all property index. Uh, so the likes of Shaftesbury Capital, um, MLI before it was taken out, Hammerson, you know, all up kind of 40 to 50 percent. So quite big numbers uh, in 2023. Remember, the UK stocks were beaten quite hard in the latter part of 2022, post the Liz Trust uh, mini budget. So they came into 2023 uh, looking quite attractive. Um, and, and we saw those stocks kind of outperform a little bit of rand weakness as well, um, added 
to uh, to that outperformance. So there was there was there were some clear standouts um, in terms of the outperformers last year. Uh, you know, going into this year, we we are more focused on SA Inc. Uh, stocks. One of the stocks we actually like at the moment is Hyprop. It was one of the big underperformers last year. It did about 3.4% uh, last year. You know, if you know Hyprop, it's 100% retail, predominantly South African. The, the bulk of their portfolio is South African regional and super regional shopping centers. So on face value, a return of 3.4% to an underperformance for retail stock seems fair, given all the macroeconomic uh, tailwinds that we faced last year. But what's worth noting is that operationally, SA retail is actually in pretty good shape. You know, overall vacancies in the retail sector are around 5%. Um, but more importantly, and something we, you know, we pay a lot of attention to, is if you look at the occupancy cost ratios for the retailers, um, they're sitting at about 6.8%. So to try and explain that, the occupancy cost ratio is the the rent plus all the utilities and operating costs uh, that a retailer pays to his landlord, that number divided by his turnover, that's sitting at 6.8%, where it previously, in a pre-COVID environment, hovered around 8%. Um, so... Even though there's been a lot of talk around rising municipal rates and electricity costs, et cetera, when you look at the ultimate cost for the retailer, um, you know, his cost of occupation has actually gone down. Um, so for us, that's quite positive. In our view, that's supportive of rental growth uh, to come in the retail sector. And as a result, we're actually quite bullish on, on SA Retail going into 2024. Um, adding to that, Hyprop currently trades at a 50% discount to NAV, um, so the, you know the valuations remain quite supportive of that of that argument. We'll get to net asset values in a sec, but it's interesting that you mentioned Hyprop because they were a bit bullish towards the end of last year with that acquisition of. Table Bay Mall for 1.6 billion or just over that amount. Were you going to add further comments on other stocks uh, before I interrupted you there? Um, I mean, I'll give you an example of another one we like being Equitus. Um, Equitus has got a a logistics portfolio um, in South Africa and in the UK. They came under a lot of strain because of their UK business. The UK, um, you know, logistics sector has kind of seen valuation write-downs of 20 to 25 percent last year. And and as a result, Equitus was was one of the underperformers, is actually down about 6 percent for the year. Um, we think there's good value in Equitus at the moment. They've managed to dispose quite well. Um, and and we actually, you know, just looking at our numbers again, we're actually looking for um, uh, a positive um, reversions coming through in UK logistics valuations going into 2024. So we think that will be quite supportive. Um, and as a result, uh, you know, Equitus is one of the stocks that we like as well. Thanks for that, Mohammed. Just on the net asset value perspective, I, I've been asking various rich CEOs and Vukile CEO has been quite vocal about too much attention being paid to uh, net asset values. But what's your thoughts on this? Because uh, pretty much most of the sector is trading at a discount to net asset values. Can we expect that to change a little bit this year going forward? Correct. Yeah, I mean, the the sector, I think, on average trades at about a 30% discount to net asset value. Um, the cheaper stocks are trading at about 50-odd percent. And I think the 
the most expensive in inverted commas stock is trading at around NAV. Um, so on our overall, say the, the sector is trading at a at a considerable discount uh, to NAV. I think investors typically do tend to focus more on cash flow and income uh, versus NAV. But it's always good to use NAV as a bit of a sense check. And and as as, as we learned last year is that if stocks um, you know, look unreasonably cheap uh, from an NAV perspective, they tend to get taken out. And we saw two examples of that last year with uh, Industrials REIT, um, which at the time was trading at about a 40% discount to NAV. And we saw a similar story with Liberty Two Degrees, which was also trading at about a circus 50% discount to NAV. And that ultimately got taken out. So agreed. I don't think it's you know I don't I don't I don't think it would be fair to assume that the sector is going to trade up to NAV anytime soon. Um, but with that said, a lot of the concerns around NAV, or one of the bigger reasons why uh, property stocks were trading or are trading at these big discounts to NAV, is a view that the NAVs will come under continued pressure with bond yields easing, with the interest rates expected to ease off. Uh, in the short to medium term, uh, we think that that's like less likely to happen, and we should see more stable uh, NAVs being printed uh, in the sector going forward. It might be unfair to ask, but to conclude, what's your overall expectations for listed property performance-wise for 2024, especially since it's a uh, election year? Yeah, so that, I, I guess that's the big unknown. I guess, you know, if we had to just focus on the numbers, um, it's quite straightforward. The sector's trading at a distributable earnings yield of 10.5%. It offers a fairly stable, or fairly secure dividend yield of around 9%. Um, you know, big unknown is where's the 10-year bond yield going to settle? We've penciled in 10.8% um, from the current 11%. So we're expecting a slight re-rating in the bonds. And when we plug that into our models, we end up with a total return expectation of about 14 to 15% for the year. So that all sounds quite straightforward. Again, the trajectory of that's very difficult to call going into an election year, as you mentioned, um, you know, with all the uncertainty uh, around that and, and, and also geopolitical uncertainty uh, globally, um, that's quite difficult to uh, you know to to call. But on an overall basis, if we're just focusing on the numbers, we think SA property is quite attractive, and there are some tailwinds uh, locally. It's not all bad news on the domestic front, um, you know, with, which we think will be further catalysts for growth. So as I mentioned to you, you know, just looking at overall rental levels in the retail sector, load shedding, which the the situation is expected to improve this year. Um, I was just reading an article this morning talking about kind of stage three being the new stage six um, for, for this year. Um, and if, if ESCOM is able to, to meet that, then I think we'll be in a much stronger position uh, this year as compared to last year. Some positives there. Mohamed Kala, I really appreciate your time today. All the best. That was Mohamed Kala, Executive Director and Portfolio Manager at Sesvikile Capital. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories. The Property Pod. Pod.